Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to Success Coaching Radio. My name is Eric Reed, and I am your host, and thank you for joining me. We gather here every Friday to do some success hacking. What's success hacking? It's where we take principles and thoughts and ideas and tips and tricks that we've picked up along the way, and we begin to apply them to ourselves so that we can live life more successfully. So tune in, settle down, get your notebooks out, and let's get hacking. You know, today I sort of wanted to share with you a, sort of a five-morning ritual kind of thing. Now, a couple years ago, I sort of read, I read the book Miracle Morning. If you haven't had a chance to, please do. I think it's a fantastic book. But what it did was it shifted me out of being the guy that would work until 1 a.m. at night, you know, just standing there burning the midnight oil like I was back in college and into being the guy that would be part of the 5 a.m. club. It's a really elite group. I hope you join us in the 5 a.m. club. But what I found is when I got up in the morning and I had a really disciplined structure for those first two to three hours of my day, when all of the rest of the world was still silent, I was knocking things out of the park, the, not only in the morning, but for the rest of the day. My productivity increased, my energy level increased, my focus and clarity increased, my overall health. Everything started to go the way it should. Well, you know what happened is, as all things, I got a little bit of a life interruption and kids. And so five became six and then six became seven and then seven was sort of like when the kid would look me in the face and say, eat, eat, cereal, dad, I would jump out of bed. And what I found when that began to happen was I was getting cranky and irritable and I was upset that I didn't have time to be by myself and connect to myself before connecting to the world. And it just wasn't pleasant for anybody. And I couldn't really begin to figure it out until I was like, well, duh, duh, Eric. You haven't connected to self and you're already trying to connect to the world that's demanding and pulling and poking at you. You should have taken time this morning to connect to self first. And so my basic overriding principle before we dive into the five individuals is I like to connect to self, then divine, then thought, then the world. And so what I mean by that is I like to connect to myself first. And that's typically through exercise, whether it's walking or running or, you know, being in a cardio class, but where I get to feel self, like, you know, awaken self, the physical self. And then divine is where I do some meditation and thought and prayer and just, you know, connect to the spirit side of me, that, that energy that resides in all of us. And you can call it what you want. You can go into prayer with God or read your Bible or do journaling or, you know, whatever it is, just connect to, to spirit, to divine. And then, like I said, I like to connect to thought. And by what I mean by thought is I just download whatever's going on in my head, whatever's going on in my thoughts, whatever's going on around me. I'll just scribble away on paper, just get it all out, get it all out, because I want to have an empty vessel, so to speak, when I start my day. I don't want to be sitting there trying to remember all the bits and pieces. I want to get them all out on a piece of paper so that I can come back later throughout the day and look at it. And then the world, in the sense of I like to finally connect to the world, and whether that's to my family or to my clients, to my email, I try and still avoid the news and all of the other things until the latest moment possible. But at some point, we do have to enter the world, and so I save that for last. If I wake up and do it in the opposite order, check my cell phone, and then you know write down what somebody said or 
type of response and then try and reconnect to divine itself. It doesn't work out. So that is my practice, and I really enjoy it, and I hope you'll adopt parts of it. But like I said, find first move out of the night owl mentality because yeah, nothing good happens after 9, 9 p.m. anyhow, so you might as well be in bed. And, and start your day early. And so we're going to go into five morning rituals that will transform the way you live. When you, you know, Marcus Aurelius said, when you arise in the morning, think of what a precious privilege it is to be alive, to breathe, to think, to enjoy, to love. And it takes on that first step is writing in your journal, taking time to just journal. Now, what do I mean by journaling? There is no formal thing of journaling. Some days I will write a letter to self. Some days I'll write a letter to my kids. Some days I'll just randomly have thoughts that may have occurred to me as I was out doing my, my, my walk time. You know, something will pop up and I just want to express that idea and stretch it out. So take a moment and just journal. One of the best ways to get started is being grateful. Now, you can do this in two ways. You can reflect back, I am grateful for, and the events that happened in the last 24 hours, if you want, or I am grateful for, and you can project forward for the things that are going to happen today by your design and your divine. So I am grateful for the successful business meeting and the opportunities it will bring me. You can project that gratitude into the future. You can talk about others. I like to journal sometimes and sort of speak into my kids. I'm so proud. I never, you know, when you were just a boy, my kids are eight and seven. So I'm talking to him in the future self. And I'm planning what it would look like and seeing what it would look like. And I'm recording those thoughts. So just take time to journal. Now, some people I know like to journal, like uh, type journal, use their computers. I'm going to tell you, dismiss that. There is something, and study after study has proven, about pen in hand and paper in front. You have to use both sides of the brain in order to do that. And so in doing so, you get the logic and the creative pulled into the journal. I have friends that like to, to uh, use, um, but the word just escaped me, I'm, but they use very creative journals in the sense that they'll draw pictures and word images and they'll use mind mapping to journal. Some people I know like to use traditional journals, start, start at the top and write to the bottom. Whatever works for you, get it done. Use that as one of your morning practices. Two is get creative. When we think about creativity, most of us only imagine works of art, uh, like paintings or drawings. However, what we forget is creativity is about the act of creating something out of nothing or whatever you consider source to be. It can include building something, writing a story, designing, whatever it is, get creative. I love to just sort of like, okay, I won a million dollars. What would I do? And let the creative juices go. I love walking past old buildings and think, you know, that'd be a great space for. And I start designing a restaurant or a clothing store. Or sometimes I'll be like walking like, oh, here's a story idea. And I'll like spend the whole day just in you know, the whole day. It feels like a whole day. The next 20 or 30 minutes in my head, writing a movie or you know, planning something that may or may not come true. But just that energy of creativity gets the juices bubbling. You know, my motto is imagine the possibilities. So that creative energy and imagining the possibilities. 
really awakens me for the day. And what it also does in my business is if I'm willing to say, you know what, I would take that building and this is what I do and this is the kind of food we have and the atmosphere and the jazz bands that people and all of this creative energy just gets bubbling and all nothing is limited nothing nothing is impossible in my creative thought that you know I've got celebrities coming in for dinner and waiting in line because the food is so great kind of thing well when I'm faced with a problem or an obstacle at work or one of those things I got to figure out, because my brain has already been trained to imagine all of the possibilities, it doesn't have to go far to look for solutions. But if you're not creating every day, and then somebody presents you with an opportunity, how are you going to seize into it if that creative juice isn't part of your DNA? So be creative every day. Find a way to be creative. Now, number three is exercise. Now, I know many people will go to the gym or treadmill time in their basement or whatever. For me, I need to be outside to exercise, even just walking briskly, because there's something about having my eyes cast across the horizon, watching the sunrise and watching the, the morning awake, and all of that adds to the energy of being outside and exercising. It also sort of gives me space to expand into. You know, if I'm in the gym and I'm on a treadmill and somebody's standing next to me or sitting next to me on the, you know, on the equipment and things, I feel very contained, very small, very boxed in. And I want my morning to be a space where I can just explode out, see how far my arms can reach, so to speak, and how far my eyes can see and how deep my ears can hear. And so I love being outside in that exercise period. Even if you can only do 20 minutes of a walk and then head to the gym because that's your schedule, do so because we all need that outdoor energy, that space where we can sit, you know, between divine and us. Then there's nothing blocking it, that we're connected and standing under the heavens and we're seeing the sunrise and we're hearing the birds awaken and the, the change in the temperature as the sun begins to creep up over the horizon. It's all very magical, and our bodies have been tuned to it for, for all of history. And so why would you go down to the dark, dark basement on a treadmill and stare at a TV full of news and, and people's opinions when you could be outside watching God awake the world is how I always see it. You know, I, I tell you, I live in the most beautiful place in the world. I, I live in La Vera, Uruguay, and... So when I walk in the morning, the, to my right on the way out and to my left on the way home is always the beach. And the, I can see the sun coming up and I can watch the, the sun begin to reflect off the waves and everything begin to awaken and I can feel the ocean air. And it's just standing there in the magnificent of the endlessness is just empowering. And it, when I can stand there and then take that with me through the rest of the day, how can I not be successful? I mean, I've just seen the grandeur. It will transform you, I promise you, if you begin to get outside more and be connected to the world around you. Number four is meditate. Now, a lot of people don't understand this idea of meditation. They think there's something magical and you know they have to go to special places and learn to meditate. Meditating is anything you do that calms your thoughts that brings you into the present now, that moves you out of everything and into self. And so there's a million different meditations and there's a million different apps that you can have guided meditations or music to help guide you. 
I'm going to give you a really simple one that I like to do is when I'm sitting in silence and I'll have some background music, typically like an ohm, which is that sound that ohm, just to help me know that I'm in a place where my purpose is to become still and the music helps remind me. And any thought that comes to mind, I just sort of see my hand reaching up, wiping the sweat off my brow or the thought from my brow and setting it down in a basket beside me. And by doing that, I know that it's safely set somewhere, that when I finish this moment, I can pick up the basket and look at it again later, go through the items and thoughts that were in it, that I don't have to worry about it being lost forever. It's just not present now. And so I'll sit there and I'll breathe in deeply and I'll just sort of relax and then something will creep up. Remember, the car needs oil. Just wipe it off my brow, set it in the basket. Don't forget this. Wipe it off the brow, set it in the basket. And as you begin to do this practice over and over again, pretty soon those thoughts begin to still themselves and they don't feel a necessity to come up and gain your attention. It's kind of like kids. If you just stop you know, listening, after a while they solve their own problems. That's the goal of meditation is to step out of all of that urgency and just step into a moment of silence. This is where I say sometimes I get to connect to divine, the divine that's in me and the divine that's around me and the divine that's above me. It's all one and the same. And so by being in that moment of meditation and being mindful of my stillness and my breath and all the things, it's transforming. Got to tell you, if you haven't done it, start. And then number five, which is where I begin to shift into connecting to the world is do the high priority tasks first. And so what I mean by that is as I begin to move out of thought and into connecting to the world, I'm like, okay, what is the big thing I got to do today? What is the one thing that if I did it, it would change all other things? Or who is the one client that if I could connect to would change all of the other dynamics in my business? Or what is the one conversation I need to have with somebody that if I have it, it could change everything about me and them and our relationship and everything around us. And I sit and I ask that self, you know, I'll say, okay, what is it? And a few things will pop up and typically the easy things will come up first because we're prone to try and do the easy things first. But then something will go, this is the one you're scared of, isn't it? This is the one you're trying to avoid. This is the one that you're hiding from. Yeah, I knew you were because I'm your brain and I know these things. And it'll sort of plant a little flag next to it and say, this is the one that you need to do. This is the big thing that you need to do to begin to move your life into the direction that you need. Now, I'll have to ask myself sometimes, why am I avoiding it? What am I afraid of? And, you know, some couple questions. But if I just step into the action of doing it as quickly as reasonably possible, that five, four, three, two, one, take the action, do it. Then, guess what? The rest of the day, it's like, I conquered the mountain. Bring it on, world. What you got? Nothing's scaring me. I got more than you got. Ain't nothing going to knock me back. I've already done the hard thing first. And that gives you such a feeling of empowerment and direction and purpose for the day. And so what I'm asking you to do is really slow down and take a moment and listen in to the idea that maybe, maybe 9 o'clock bedtime, like mama said, is the right answer. And getting up before the rest of the world and taking time to first connect to self, then to divine, then to thoughts, and then to the world, 
you'll be so much happier. I'm sorry, I missed one. I knew it, that fell out of balance as I was saying it. So, but what I want you to do is understand that if we connect to ourself first, and then we settle into who we are and know who we are, and then to divine, we can meet him or her or it or whatever you want to call it more completely because we're, we're confident with what, who we are. And we enter in as an equal willing and able to listen. And then all of a sudden creative energy begins to flow through us and we listen to it and we dance with it and we talk to it and we explore it. And then thought begins to come in and say, this is what we should do, this is where we could do, these are our ideas for the day, let's seize them and then we connect to the world, we approach it in a much better way. So those five things that you might want to begin to build into your daily life are keep a journal. Whatever form or fashion, start with a gratitude journal, start with a dream journal, start with a letter to yourself or your, to your kids or to your family. Number two is get creative. Just imagine all the possibilities. Pretend you won a million dollars today. What would you do with it? Who would you take to dinner? Where would you go? What would you wear? Would you come back? Number three is get outside, exercise outdoors, get that chemicals and that biology moving and pumping and the bread, the blood and the oxygen in your body awakened. And then take a moment to meditate. Like I said, the practice that I'm involved in right now is intense exercise with quiet meditation. And the idea is that I can go from an extreme high energy to a very calming energy, which is what I need sometimes in my workday. I can be in very intense meetings and then have to step out and get settled again. And so meditate and learning to just let the thoughts come and set them gently to the side, knowing that you can gather them up later. Or go online and find some of the apps that do a guided meditation. Or if you want, go to Success Coaching You. I'm sorry, go to the website Eric G. Reed and go up to the tab in the corner where it's Success Coaching You and go to our 11-day and you're going to find a great meditation that's in there. It's, I've had so many people download that meditation and say, I've been using this for a month and I feel transformed. And it's 11 affirmations that you do each day. And as you begin to dive into them, they begin to reveal themselves in different ways. And it's about 28 minutes, I think, for the whole recording. And then finally, take a moment and figure out what the high priority task is. Not always the hardest but the one that's going to bring you closer to what you want your life to look like. And do that first. Dive in fully because it will provide you clarity of what's coming next, but also the energy to keep on going throughout the day. So maybe you'll be part of the 5 a.m. club. I hope you will be. And if you are, send me a note. You can send it at 5 a.m. or 5.05 if you'd like. But try it. Start out small. And if you haven't read Miracle Morning, it's a great way to start as well. It, it really describes some principles and ideas and some patterns that you can fall into to help you. Understand that what's really funny is now, if I don't even have to use the alarm clock to get up because my body and my brain just say, oh, it's time for us to go do the fun stuff. Wake up. And it's kind of nudging me like, come on, you got to get up. It's 5 a.m. You're missing the best part of the day. I know it sounds crazy. But trust me, once you dive into doing it and once you start to live in that idea, you're going to be uh, telling people the same thing and they're going to be laughing at you. But try these five morning rituals that will really begin to transform your life and the way you live. And join me every weekday at 8 a.m. Eastern on Facebook Live where we do some more 
success hacking. All right? And until we get together next Friday, go out and live life with success. Again, my name is Eric Reed, and I am your coach, your mindset guy, your consultant. Reach out. Let me know how I can help you on your journey. And have a fantastic day.